This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning and welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Happy Tuesday. It is the day of the triumphant return of Thomas DeCelestino at DeCelCBS on Twitter. So that's exciting. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. So that's exciting. Got a lot of exciting stuff. Power rankings. Our buddy Steve Berline will be on the show in an hour. This morning, in an absolute upset, in one of those moments where you know your universe has shifted on its axis and things will never be the same, D-Cell said to me, I'm not making this up this time. We should talk soccer. Tom, are you okay? Did you hit your head on the way to work today? Uh, good morning, Bill. Happy morning. Tuesday to you. I am okay. I'm feeling great, and I'm ready to talk some soccer. Soccer. Tom's all, I'm not even sure what side he's on. We'll find out in 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, Greg Berhalter, who's a bum in my estimation as a coach, and uh, one of his young stars, who's not, gotten a little bit of a bit of a fracas, a little bit of a little bit of a, a, a skerfuffle, not physically, but in terms of the politics of the moment. So we're gonna do that because I got D Cell pitching me soccer stories. A buyer sell is gonna happen with D Cell's remarkable touch, and we got a basket bill on Kawhi Leonard toward the end of the show. Uh, very quickly, uh, this news just came down in the last hour, maybe even less. Mike Leach, the renowned head coach at Mississippi State, has, has passed away. As you may have seen, he had been hospitalized over the last 24 hours or so, was in critical condition, and we don't have a lot of details other than it sounds like it was some sort of heart disease of some kind. There were reports of seizures. Uh, air raid, fame, offensive genius, absolute character, uh, full of life and personality. One of the rare people in today's culture who could be controversial and likable at the same time. That is not an easy mix these days. Uh, I didn't know Mike Leach at all, but the impact he had on those friends of mine who, who covered college football was was pretty strong. And for all of us who are a fan of the sport, I think we would agree we were fans of, of the way his teams played and, and some of the, the ways in which his passion and personality came out. So thoughts and prayers and condolences with his family and with that university. Uh, rest in, 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 in peace, Mike Leach. If you'd like over the course of the show, whatever we're talking about, to call us, to give a perspective, to be, to be part of the program, we love that. 855-2124-CBS. And, and i got to say this. Wherever you're listening, I'm extremely appreciative. I, I know how busy you are. 
I real I, I am. I'm I'm a fan. Thank you. But don't make it's not fair to make D Cell look bad. It's not fair when Mike's gone for people to start calling in and for those those calls to get answered. Mike, I, I Mike, um, Tom, I just feel like that that's a um it's unfair to you. Uh, that's status quo for this show, though. So I mean, let's uh, let's continue that. Not that's the fine. listener. The that's... listeners on your side. Uh, not normally. Not normally uh, on Twitter. Not normally on the phones. Not really in any capacity at all. Diesel will answer the phone eight five five two one two four CBS. You don't have to wait till he's gone. You can call in today if you want to. Uh, you can also just just maybe they maybe they just usually tweet at you at Diesel CBS. I'm on their sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Welcome back. We missed you. As you can tell, we missed you. We're nice here. We sort of promise. Uh, Andrew Bogus also back. He was gone yesterday. He'll be with us in about 20 minutes. Here's something that you probably should know. And and and, and Steve Kime, who, who, who's the GM of, of the Arizona Cardinals team that lost yesterday to a by the way, give the Patriots credit. This is a first in football. They've decided to not try offense and to just see how that would work out. And it hasn't been great, but it worked out against the Cardinals. Of course it did. Um, the GM of the Cardinals didn't know this rule. I was going to say everybody knows this rule, but but he didn't. So, I'm you know, time's the exception. If you hire a grifter, you're going to get conned. That, that, that's just the deal. If you fall under the sway, let alone welcome into your own home a con artist, you should probably expect to get conned. And Cliff Kingsbury is a lot of things, but a successful football coach before he arrived in the NFL, by the way, was not one of them, not by the standards of one of those 32 jobs on the face of the earth. Look, you can you can say to me, his time in Texas, you're Patrick Mahomes, you know, when he was at Tech, and you can point to the fact he was going to be the offensive coordinator for one of the universities in L.A., and he, he did that for about 12 seconds. So, so good. For, I'm not sure if he collected a paycheck. Good for him. I understand that he made a living, and still does, being a football coach. But by the standards of being one of the 32 best football coaches on the face of the earth, that's what it is, really, to be an NFL coach. The guy never had the qualifications. He never had the resume. He never had the know-how. And that is shown in every moment in which he has conned his way through the last many years that he has been the head coach of the Cardinals. And you saw it last night. Yes, I'm aware that Kyler Murray went down, non-contact injury, which is often the scariest. Last night, on Monday Night Football, we don't know yet, but the fear, the concern, the reporting out there as speculation already in Arizona with the folks who cover that team every day, the worry is that it's an ACL injury and that you are talking about a mobile quarterback who, like a lot of the mobile quarterbacks we talk about who are dynamic and talented and have upside, that kind of injury is obviously problematic in the near term. If it is an ACL injury, and we don't know officially yet, it'll probably come down maybe while we're on the air. We'll let you know if it does, and certainly if it happens after the show, you'll hear it somewhere else here on on CBS Sports Radio. In the near term, the guy's going to be out you know, not quite a year. It would, and you never know a human being's ability to heal versus another. Very possible he missed the start of, of next season. But in the long term, a mobile quarterback with that kind of injury already is problematic in the extreme. I'm aware of that. That's not why the Cardinals are bad. It's not why Arizona is a joke. This isn't the Niners, okay, where they keep losing quarterbacks, but by the coach's excellence, they somehow find ways 
to win football games and keep themselves in contention. I'm not trying to pick on Kyler Murray, and I understand that I properly told you that yesterday we saw a team in the Patriots, again, it's an experiment, I wouldn't do it, who are trying to see how many games you can win if you don't try to practice something called offense. It's literally no offensive coordinator. We're going to have, you know what we're going to do? They think we're going to zig. They think we're going to zag. We're just not going to move at all. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it, let's stand still. I still think against that team deciding not to do offense, even with a healthy Kyler Murray, I'm not betting on that Cardinals squad. They're 4-9 and nine for a reason. And remember, this is a team that, and give them credit for, for not, you know, for not fooling their, their fans. This is a team that last year, and other years, would start really strong and then be bad at the end. At least they are consistent now. At least they're not pretending they're something they're not, which is to say a good football team or a well-coached football team. Cliff Kingsbury does know what he's doing. Does he look like he's in a, in, in a GQ cover shoot? I actually don't read GQ, but I think that's what it, Yes. Do I see all the memes of him sitting in the huge Southern California house with the mountains, and he's, he's in pretty good shape, right? Like a side photo? I wouldn't let you take a side photo of me. I suck that gun, and it doesn't work on the side photo. So guy's in good shape, and he's got the hair, and he's got a, you know, kind of a, 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 a Matthew McConaughey thing. All right. Is that how he got the job? Steve Kime years ago, fat, you know, way back machine? What's your approach to offense? All right, all right, all right. You're hired. The guy doesn't know how to coach. I saw an incredible stat today. It may seem that it's a little superfluous, or I'm picking on something, or I'm doing the old Mark Twain lies, damn lies, and statistics. I would say there's facts Real facts, and then this doozy. In his entire career, Cliff Kingsbury has never won a challenge. I believe what I saw is 0 for 4, 0 for 5 in his time as a head coach. Think about what that says about his ability to comprehend in real time. I mean, there are cameras, it's not magic. We're not asking him to go to the crap table in Vegas and just win once. You actually get to base on information. This team is poorly coached. They have a brutal culture. Even when Kyler Murray was healthy, they did not like each other. You have guys who leave that organization, current players and former players, but current players taking shots at Kyler Murray, saying that he's a bum, that he's a malcontent, that he's not a leader. Those things may or may not be true about Kyler Murray. And I don't want to pick on a guy when he's down, but I'm also not going to pull the old, well, now that he's injured, let's pretend he's a great dude. They're probably true. It's a lot of smoke for there not to be fire. But it's also, and that's up to Kyler Murray, it's also up to your coach and the culture that you set and the tone that you set. If you are a con artist, and I've worked for some, if you are someone who manages up really well and who puts out charm, who's got a million-dollar smile, and who can sit and get a side photo and look like a GQ model, but you don't know what you're doing, do you know who knows that every day? The troops are around every single day. The bosses may not. The media might be, might be fooled for a while. Even a couple of your stars for a minute here and there. So let's say a rookie quarterback who comes out of college, highly touted, out of Oklahoma, but doesn't really know what he's doing, might fall for it for a minute. But your veterans won't. Your locker room's not going to. The people around you every day will know if you're pulling the okey-doke. I always want to call it the okey-dokey because there was an okey-dokey convenience store in Iowa. If you hear that, that's what's going on. What's up, Dubuque? Shout out, Dubuque, Iowa. Cliff Kingsbury's a con artist. He's a charmer. And it's time to burn the entire thing to the ground. Kingsbury's got to go. But not just Kingsbury. The GM, Steve Kaimu, hi, it's can I, can I, Tom, can I do my pun? Do you want it? Are you ready for it? Uh, I'm ready for it. Give it to me. It's time for him to go. (laughs) 
as Tom pointed out, this is one of these guys that's been with this organization the entire time. Has never been outside of an Arizona Cardinals organization that has very little success. And I'm not sure to what degree it's it's easy to succeed if you don't have different views of companies, companies in general. But certainly the NFL, if you come from a successful organization. I mean, look at how many people failed off the Patriots tree, coaching and executive. Very few succeeded. Bouncing around, having different perspectives, introducing yourself to a diversity of ways to see, in this case, the game of football matters. But it's not, but this is a guy who isn't just static in his career. He's only been with an Arizona Cardinals team that's rarely been good. And the only real exception, really, is Kurt Warner. That's it. Hair's breath away from a Super Bowl because Kurt Warner's amazing. Time's got to go, too. Don't care they extended him. It is rebuild time. And here's the added benefit. And I'm not trying to do the old maybe an ACL injury to your franchise quarterback you just gave a whole bunch of money to who you didn't require to study even though you wanted to. Ugly weirdness. This guy's under contract. I'm not trying to, to do the old silver lining. He's injured. Here's the good news. There's no good news. But you now have an eight or nine month minimum reset if that's what the injury is to institute a new culture to create new rules, to set new boundaries, and to give Kyler Murray an opportunity with a new regime to accept things in a different way. How one carries themselves, how a locker room operates, how a team functions. I saw a great tweet this morning, and I don't know who it was from because I'm a hypocrite. I'm terrible giving credit. And I'm sorry to you, sir, that I follow on Twitter at SportsWriter, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Follow hypocrite there. But he wrote, he was watching the game last night. I hate that Twitter's Shows me stuff from 15 hours ago. Also, I don't follow Elon Musk, so I'm good on seeing everything he's ever tweeted in his entire life. That's an aside. But the tweet was some version of, I've seen more chemistry on a subway car in New York City at rush hour than with the Arizona Cardinals team. And it just like a thunder, because they look like they hate each other because they do. That's on coaching. When you are led by a con artist, when you're led by someone who doesn't know what they're doing, when you're led by somebody whose entire life is about pretending to the bosses or the media that they're on it, while leading the rest of you astray too, but you don't have the golden parachute like that guy does. Remember, a lot of NFL guys, paycheck to paycheck is strong, but not everybody's making Tom Brady and Kyler Murray money. It is a cancer. Cliff Kingsbury has got to go. Buy him a plane ticket, fly him to L.A., letting him sit in his really well-lit place with the mountains and the side view and the really GQ look and keep him away from NFL football teams going forward. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I'm excited. It's a D-Cell Tuesday. Let's go. D-Cell's back. He's here. He's ready to roll. And I'm not making this up. I usually am lying about this. I'm not today. He wants to talk soccer. What the U.S. men's national team drama, along with Cliff Kingsbury, says about the hidden value of actual leadership in sports. It's next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. You know how I know it's not a Monday? It's not just the pit in my stomach that's going away. It's that Bogus is here. Bogus, do you work Mondays anymore? What's going on? Yeah, so hi, how are you? Um, Good morning. Correct, I was not here yesterday. I was not here last Monday. And in right. fact, I will not be here the next two Mondays after this one. So no, was the answer to your question. Did I get the memo run on, fo- on football Mondays? I thought they were a big deal. Are they a small deal? Uh, I've made the decision that I'm not that important to football Mondays. Now, if bosses disagree, feel free to let me know, and I'll change plans. But, um, yeah, no. Yeah, I got nothing. So I'll be here Tuesday through Friday, and then all days between Christmas and New Year's, I will not be here. Now Mondays really suck. Um, Or they're awesome. I'm still here. I'm still here. Tom, the adults are talking. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I missed you. No, Tom, you are still here, and that matters. And that is not that yesterday, was, though. That was no, not yesterday. Yesterday we had we had Pat Boyle, who did a great job, and also hosted 14 shows before that. So it was a it was a good experience. Um, I all right. So my kids. So Lori's the practical parent on some things, and I'm the whatever we want. And Lori uh, was out for the count on Saturday, so I took the kids to get a Christmas tree. Now, the last time I went and got a Christmas tree without Lori, I got a tree that didn't fit in our house. And we had to, it, the, the top came up, and then it turned, <laughs> and then it curved back down. And the kids were like, Daddy, we want that. I'm like, I don't think it's going to fit. And I just go, to hell with it. It'll fit. We'll figure. Anyway, tree doesn't fit. We definitely Griswold this thing again. It's up against the Did you see the photo, Diesel? Oh, yes, I did. I loved it. I loved every second of it. 
But Lori won't let me, you know, you just trim the top. Lori won't let me trim the top. She wants it. So we've got the star on the tree is basically (laughs) hanging upside down. We have a 10-foot tree or a 9.5-foot tree in what I believe is, a, you know, an 8-foot eight, eight space. All right. I got Maybe a follow-up to that. All right. It's got to be one of two reasons that she won't let you trim the tree so that it actually fits in the living room. Okay. Does she not trust you to cut the tree? Like, not trust oh, you to use it. a saw? I let her do it. She wants to judge. Okay. And either is she such a big fan of the movie Christmas Vacation that she wants it to, you know, replicate that tree. She finds it very amusing and very funny. We have yet to bring back a tree with a squirrel in it, but it's on the. (laughs) There's always next year. It's on the. Do you guys have your trees? Are you guys Christmassed up? Uh, I don't want to let you down like I always do. We go artificial tree in the D. Celestino household. Get a real one. Are you too, Bogey? Much to my chagrin, yes, we have downgraded to a to a fake tree. I've embraced it. It's convenience here. Well, the fact you've embraced it, and I don't mean I missed you, but does that make you feel better about your decision, <laughs> Andrew? That Tom's all in on it. Well, I mean, this I'm, isn't the way to do it. No, I'm, I'm, it does because I'm glad that I have not gotten used to it. That I still kind of like perumph every time it comes out. But I do. I will be honest. Taking the tree down and out yeah. of the house, the real tree, is one of the worst things ever. If if um, Maybe there is a service. If somebody would just come and get out of my house, clean up all of the needles that end up somewhere between where the tree goes and out the front door, then we could go back to having a real tree. But I don't, I don't miss that part. What if they invented either vacuums or garbage bags? No, 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 no. That's still t- it's too <laughs> much of a mess. We just, I mean, we, I'm sure we have pine needles in, needles in the side yard from last year. The key is not to clean. Yeah, Just no. let nature. I got to clean the house. I got to clean the path from the yeah. stand to outside. All right. You can get a little one, you get a little forefoot, you know, and get the smell. I know. That should be our compromise. Um, something magical happened this morning, Andrew, and this time I'm actually being serious. Diesel excitedly on the phone told me he wanted to talk about soccer. Yeah, how long have I been out for? This is, I think, six days of the last 17 Mondays in a row. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot has changed. (laughs) I don't like this. I like that you're on the four-day work week. I don't know how you cracked the code. I was worried that I missed a memo or something, that we were all supposed to be on four-day work week. Well, I was... I wrote Bogus yesterday, are you working today? Not meaning, of course you're working. It's a football Monday. Just as a polite way to be like, would you mind reading by yourself? Cause and I got back. I so I told us the detail. I got back. A I'm off today. I'll see you tomorrow. And then I, it was early, so I just stared at it, waiting for the joke to come. Yeah. No. Well, no, you were here. Last Monday was unscheduled. Okay. In fact, yeah, yeah. I was two Mondays ago was unscheduled. It's hard to keep track of the Mondays you're not around. Yesterday was scheduled. Okay. I was supposed to be off today, but clearly I'm not, which is why I'm off next Monday. And then why are you here? I was supposed to be in Vegas, remember? And our, our trip got blown up, so I didn't go to Vegas. So I would have well, still been. I didn't hear been... the story. Why? Why'd your trip get blown up? We talked about this Thursday morning, me going to Vegas, and I w- got up from this chair, went back to my little booth, opened up the Twitter machine, and someone was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Aerosmith concert got canceled. It had been canceled overnight, Wednesday into Thursday. So the reason why we were going no longer existed." You skipped Vegas because Aerosmith got canceled. Well, we, we, we skipped Vegas to hopefully be able to go back to Vegas if these shows ever happen again. I'm worried to connect it to the truth. Once you go with, it, with an artificial tree, these are the things that happen. You give up hope and spontaneity. If you want to say that the universe responded and reacted to my wife's decision to go fake tree by taking Aerosmith 
her beloved Aerosmith off the stage. Yes. I'm not yes. going to argue against that. Yeah. Now you're li- – yeah. Come on, man. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, and then the I'm next sorry. month the, – the last Monday That's why is Christmas. Text message. You sent me an old-fashioned. You said not Vegas. I thought you were like off the strip or something. No, no. Had an old-fashioned in alternate plans since we were not in Vegas. Got it. Um, Burhalter's a bum, kind of like a fake Christmas tree. You think it's real, you think it'll work, <laughs> but it's actually not a very good idea. So I'm not a big, as you can tell, Greg Burhalter fan. I understand he got the U.S. men's national team out of the um, group stage, got completely outcoached against the Netherlands. My issue, though, is, is and we've seen this in this Gio Reyna story. You guys, if you haven't followed this, uh, Reyna is a 20-year-old, I think, rising superstar for the U.S. men's national team. Would that be a fair assessment, Andrew, by by U.S. standards? Very talented yes. dude. Should be on the field. Barely played. Played 43 minutes or something along those lines. It was a conundrum. People didn't understand it. People were frustrated like me by it. He's got some creative offensive abilities that we certainly could have used to create some goal-scoring chances in this tournament. And it came out that Greg Berhalter went to a, a, a le- the irony of this, a leadership council in New York, and said, we had a player, Greg Berhalter, we were going to send home. It was a problem. He didn't try. And and the news got out because, of course, it's going to get out. And Berhalter's response was, I thought it was off the record. Nothing's off the Dude, you're dealing with 50 people who aren't journalists or 100 or however many are there. News gets out. And I thought Gio Reyna's explanation was really interesting in a statement. It's out there. It's long. But in effect, what he said was... I made a mistake. My effort did lapse when I was told by Greg Berhalter I would have almost nothing to do with, with playing time. I apologized to my teammates, and I've always been told by, I think he said coach or Coach Berhalter, that what happens with the team stays with the team, and I'm very disappointed this is out there. It is, it, to my to my eye, an indictment of Greg Berhalter. It is a reflection on a lack of leadership, and it's a reminder, and we just talked about this with Cliff Kingsbury. You can't have amateurs dealing with things that matter. And by the, and I don't know if you're a big MLS guy, Bogus, so I'm not trying to take shots in MLS, but all of these players, there was a point in this tournament, the World Cup, where the U.S. 11, every player played in Europe. Now, some of them were second-tier divisions, but every player on one of those 11s that was on the field played in Europe. And Greg Berhalter emanates old-school MLS. I know Major League Soccer's improved, and I'm not trying to take shots at it, those of you that are fans. But to, to me, Burhalter is an absolute amateur. You can tell that his players do not respect him. We have seen over the years guys like Christian Pulisic be disrespectful to him on camera during matches. We saw Weston McKinney, and this is on McKinney, get suspended for, for behavioral issues, whatever went on. But some of that reflects an inability to control and command respect with your guys. So for me, Andrew, for me, Burhalter calling out one of the rising stars, humiliating him publicly, even the idea of almost sending him home, which would have destroyed, I think, the potential for this guy to integrate properly with the U.N.'s men's national team years from now when Burhalter's gone. To me, it's a reminder Burhalter's got to go. He's not the guy. You know what? It's... It's just so ham-handed. I actually, you know, I believe in coaches using the media to send a message. And had he just, in a normal way, this had been leaked anonymously to right anybody that that Gio Reyna had an attitude problem, this would be on Gio Reyna. Because by the way, Gio Reyna admitted to 
behaving yes. badly. So like, yes. th- so let's not like, I, I guess for me, like, I don't want to lose focus on that, that well, he, that this, that this started with a bad decision by Gio Reyna, but then amplified and blown completely out of proportion by what continues to appear to be like a doofus head coach that may be in danger of ruining what's supposed to be the greatest generation of American soccer. You hit the nail on the head. Burhalter has zero sophistication, not in his media management, not how to manage players, not how to handle a really difficult locker room. It reminds me of the teacher. So, and by the way, many of my family members are teachers. I respect the hell out of them. But just like with police officers, journalists, and teachers, the bad ones are really bad because they're entrusted with something precious, right? Teachers with your kids' education, cops with law enforcement, journalists with supposedly telling the truth. Bad teachers are the worst. And I can remember growing up, and there would be these kids who were headstrong and willful and at times difficult, but were good kids. And there were those teachers who just were so threatened. But talk about fourth graders, that they would just like bring the hammer down and put them in a, their place. And I think of one kid in particular, bright dude, who, and just like the end of, you got to punish people, you got to set boundaries, but you have to give the opportunity for people to grow. And the, Dolor- the Dolores Umbridges of the world, which is a Harry Potter reference if the, for those of you that have read the books, it, it's an amateur teacher. It's someone who's overwhelmed by the students they're supposed to manage, who has so much insecurity about their own world that they can't even handle a strong-willed fourth grader. That's what Burhalter reminds me of. Gio Reyna is a 20-year-old kid. He made a huge mistake. He should have been punished for it. There should have been lessons set. But those lessons should have come with a path forward to reclaim the respect of the team and maybe play, not to be humiliated publicly a week after we get eliminated. And, I, I you know, as I stick to the Gio Reyna misbehaved argument, I sh- we should also stick to the fact that he misbehaved because Burhalter decided before yes. the World before. Cup to say, you're probably not going to have a big role here, which is a really ridiculous thing to say in almost any setting. Why would a coach, not knowing who's going to get hurt, who could get suspended for a match, like you have, you have no idea who you're going to need at any given time. How could you tell somebody that they're not going to have that big of a role coming up in the World Cup? So it's clearly personal, and not to get too deep into the soccer politics, but Gio Reyna's dad is Claudio Reyna, who had a lot of overlap playing and otherwise with Burhalter, and the speculation has been, speculation, but in, in soccer circles that we don't move in, that there might have been some kind of issue between the dad and the coach, and he's taken it out on the son. And P.S., the coach's brother is his boss, which right. means any real accountability is probably out the window as well. Right, right. It, it, the whole thing's a joke. Diesel, did this meet your soccer requirements you were, that you were craving? I love that discussion we just had right there on the show. That was perfect, exactly what I was talking This story, while, while a soccer story, but, I mean, it speaks to what we talked about in the first segment with Cliff Kingsbury. You, coaching is so important, and this is what happens when you don't have it. You have to be able to lead. You have to be able to reach people. That is just that is just a reality. Uh, by the way, Chris Beard, who was arrested under accusations of domestic violence, basically I, choking is 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 what he was accused of, among other things. But a felony, it's a felony charge. Uh, video just dropping dropping of him the other night leaving the facility. We will hit that later in the show. But on the same on the same thing, 
once this happens, you, I'm not sure you can lead. Like, there are different requirements to be able to lead people. And if they go away or you never had them in Berhalter's case, it doesn't matter the other successes, the other the other things that have happened. And I'm not passing judgment on, on, on Beard yet. We'll get to that. If, if these accusations are true, he can't coach again in both the sense I don't think he should be able to. But But more to the point, I'm not sure how you tell young men, especially in college where you're pretending you're going to help them grow into the people of the future, when you have this kind of thing on, on, on your resume. We are going to hit that for those of you asking. Um, Bogus, are you here on Fridays? Because I've got some plans for the show this week. I just want to check. Well, what are the plans? I mean, I, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I got. I, it's an anti-Burhalter. There's all, you're involved in a lot of the stuff coming up. Yeah, I just don't like it. It's not the writer than you musical, right? Because then I might not be here. I mean that will happen when you are here, and you'll have advanced you'll have advanced warning. The writer than your musical. I actually did think about doing it over the holidays, though. Are you here the week before Christmas? Yes, the week before Christmas, except for Monday the nineteenth. That's <laughs> really really yeah. That's, that's next Monday. week. It's next week. That, or maybe we we could do it next week. Maybe we'll do it the Friday before before the Christmas holiday. Writer than you, the musical, a gift to the world. So I'll be here that day, but not with you. I'll be hosting for DA that Friday. So I am working, but not on this show. But you can come over and do it if it's the musical. I'm going to leave at 9.57. I'm here. I'm, yeah, I'm working that day. Diesel just asked me in my ear. Am I, I'm working. I think so. I'm off the following week, aren't I? Interesting. Okay. I wasn't Are sure about here? that one. Uh, yeah, I'll be here no matter what. Yeah. You actually work your days. <laughs> you, put those, you put those days in. That wasn't directed at you, Andrew. It was directed at me. Andrew makes a like a. I'm, like bite, a, I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> you're literally biting your tongue. I am. It's just it's because we it's because we miss you so much. Yeah, just like we missed you in July. Was that the month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we couldn't get me on the air, and then one of the shows you're on made fun of me for it on the radio. Is that, that you talking about that? Is that what happened? Yeah, that's my <laughs> recollection of it. Do you want to talk about it some more? Because I'll happily go down this rabbit hole. Greg Berholder disagrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So does the Berholder <laughs> of this network. Let's um. <laughs> he told your connection box it was not going to have a big role in your summer. My plans. favorite part of that is when I tried. I've never told this story on the air, but now that you've gone there, uh, engineering was supposed to sort of get make sure I was on the air when I was when I was gone. And uh, we couldn't get me on the air. One of the guys was like, don't worry, though. I'm not making this up. I was in Paris. Don't worry. He's like Googling. Don't worry, though. There's a Starbucks. There's a McDonald's nearby in case you're hungry. This is like, I'm, I'm supposed to be in the air in 12 minutes. And I'm just like, cool, man. I don't really eat at McDonald's. But he was serious. Huge McDonald's fan. Do they have a clown as a mascot? Because that, that would be funny. Um, Diesel, are you okay? You look super uncomfortable. I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. Happy to be back. Really, <laughs> Anything else, really, Bogus, you want to talk about? Really, really miss this. <laughs> Any, uh, note to self, if you bring up Bogus Takes every Monday and Tuesday off, he'll bring up July. Just Got Mondays. It. <laughs> Got it. Understood. Oh, we're off to a, a rousing start. Let's do uh, NFL Power Rankings, and if we have time, we'll do CBS Sports Radio Power Rankings here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogus. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Uh, this is not what's scheduled for this time slot, which is what which is what Diesel loves. He loves jazz. He loves a little audible. Blue 52 set. Something else. Um, we'll get to NFL Power Rankings in a second. Diesel, have you followed these stories about Sean Payton wanting one of the two jobs in L.A. next year? The reports that he's interested in those jobs. He lives here doing TV now. He lives ne- apparently near me. 
Uh, seems like somebody is very fond of Southern California and rather live there rather than take uh, a better maybe NFL coaching job, rather just live where he wants to live. And, and I, I get that. It's a one of a place to live. Those jobs have coaches right now. Small this violates Small This detail. violates one of the codes. I mean, you can sort of get away, and I mean sort of, get away with the Rams thing because there has been talk about Sean McVay retiring at, at a young age and doing something else. But as far as I know, Brandon Staley has not called a press conference and said, I'd like to be fired. My real goal of my entire career in building my way to this is to have just been able to be fired at the right time for Sean Payton. It's obnoxious. You're not supposed. By the way, this this leak, it's not coming from uh, the, the, the it's not coming from the psychic down the street who's like, I saw him and my the runes have told me it's coming from Sean Payton. I'm really glad I'm here today. This is my role on this show. It's to tell you, Bill, you're getting hung up on the details. It doesn't matter the Rams have a coach. It doesn't matter the Chargers have a coach. Sean Payton, who I know you love, and you're convinced he's a Hall of Fame coach. You can't wait for him to get back on the sidelines. He wants to live in L.A. There's two teams in L.A. That's where he wants to be. And and don't worry, because, because, you know, just to make sure – that uh, he's 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 looking beyond Southern California. He's also maybe open to taking over the Saints job. Dennis Allen is there, the the guy that you know. <laughs> I, it seems like you're becoming a bigger Sean Payton fan. You know, a, a, as the days go on. Wait here. till Black Monday when everyone gets fired, and then have the leak ready. Then I'd rather have Sean McVay. In a heartbeat than Sean Payton. Maybe this was like Greg Bur- uh, Greg Burhalter, our buddy. Maybe he thought this was off the record. Maybe he didn't know. Brandon Staley. I'm not a big. I, re- I mean, I'd rather have Sean Payton than Brandon Staley. But now I hope Brandon gets to Staley because I just think it's uh, <laughs> obnoxious. I think it's obnoxious. Oh uh, yeah, there's no other way around it. But like, I'm really coveting the 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time shift. <laughs> Isn't Da in there? I don't know. Not something you do, and I'm not covering it at all. It's like 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. out here. <laughs> My wife would divorce me. Anyway, um, come on. What a bum. Let's do NFL Power Rankings. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL Power Rankings. Number five. Uh, give me the Cowboy. I don't even love the Cowboys. It's just you get on the mic and you do it. I don't want to yeah. talk about these guys. Yeah, I don't believe yeah, no, it. I, I love that you're embracing this, this, this disdain that I can hear in your voice even though they're at number five. You don't love the way that they're playing. I know they squeak past the Texans. But it's like by default, you can't find anybody more worthy. So you put America's team. I can't. Oh my god, I can't go Brock Purdy. I, I want to. I mean, the they did get past the juggernaut that is <laughs> the Texans, right? If, if if the Cowboys had a magic bean and they threw it into the earth and a big plant came out of it, they climbed to the top of the clouds. You know what? The big strong giant would be the Texans. Way to way to way to do it. Guys are a farce. Let's go to the next one. Number four. Real teams, the Bengals. 
Uh, Cincinnati can make the case of being higher here. They've obviously beat the Chiefs yet again. And they are in the mix to have an opportunity, kind of an outside chance, but an opportunity to win the AFC. They've got some games on their schedule. The Bills are the big one that give them an opportunity to try to cut some of that time down. They have one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. Diesel, is that fine when it comes to Joe Burrow? I think it is. When it comes to crunch time, you're including crunch time in there? It's a little high for me. It's a little high for me. Then I feel good about it. How do you like them (laughs) apples? Let's go. Number uh, three. Oh, we're just mo- you just moving me on. I took the let's go as the let's go to moving number three. Moving me on. All right. Cool. You you pulled a Sean Payton. I don't care if anybody's at four. We're going to three. <laughs> no, that was my bad. What number are we on? Three? <laughs> three. All right. Want to do it again just for the number three. I'm a pro. I've got the Buffalo Bills here. They've been up and down in my list because they've been up and down this year. They had the same problem they've had the entirety of the season. And look, they're 10-3. and three. They're a really good football team. And remember, they beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead back earlier in the year. So if it's an if, if they win out, which is easier said than done, their schedule's interesting, they are going to have the lone buy in the AFC, and that is really significant when it comes to the playoffs. But they are so Josh Allen dependent. And, it, and part of what i got to remember is so are the Chiefs, so are the Chiefs. A lot of teams are. But they don't have balance in the offense in a way that just takes some of the pressure off Josh Allen. He is the run game, but it's a very, very good defense. The, the loss of Von Miller is significant, but it's not like they were a bad defense before he showed up. This is a great football team, and it's worth remembering, even with some struggles two or three weeks ago. Number two. I mean, the Eagles, man, I don't know why I can't get more enthusiastically behind their excellence. They are amazing defensively. Jalen Hurts is one of the leading contenders, if not the leading contender for MVP. They are 12-1. They have some signature wins. They haven't lost a single game on the road. They are an outstanding, outstanding football team. Number one. I mean, what? Call me a homer. Just, uh, it's honest. Not even a Chiefs fan. But the Chiefs are here. You give it me a must-win game. You give me any team in the NFL. I'll take the Chiefs, and you can put anyone against them. And I'll take the Chiefs. And I'll, and I'll take them on the road, too, if, if I have to. Patrick Mahomes is ridiculously outstanding. His greatness, I think, is absolutely underappreciated. And the Chiefs' defense, while not amazing, is pretty good. It's middle of the pack. And remember, a few years ago, we said, rightly, if they could just be not bottom five defensively, they had a real chance to be contenders. This year, they are in the middle of the pack in terms of their defensive excellence. They've been fine without Tyree Kill. They have weapons, and Mahomes continues to dazzle. Honorable mention. So the Niners were so close, Diesel. Would you have, would you have, I, I almost put them ahead of the Cowboys, and I think maybe I... I'm really <sighs> surprised you did. I'm surprised I almost you went did. for it. Uh, yes, they would have cracked my top five, even with yeah. Brock Purdy. Best defense in the NFL. Maybe the best head coach in the NFL, which I know is a big statement. We discussed this yesterday. I don't... And by the way, Brock Purdy is going to... There's no guarantees he's going to make it. There's going to be more tape on the guy going forward. He had one great half, whatever. The Niners have a guy that doesn't... A quarterback that doesn't lose games to them. They're going to win most of the games they play. Here's your participation trophy. This is the Vikings, because these guys are a farce. I told Diesel I want the guy, the voice that you just heard, to be like, you're a farce, or... You're full of crap. And the Vikings would go here. I told you, America. Kirk Cousins ain't it. 
Better luck next time. All right, last one. We'll go Vikings. Or Vikings. We'll go uh, Dolphins. It's just been a rocky road for a team you and I both like, Tom. But teams do struggle over the course of seasons. The question becomes, can they right the ship between now and the end of the year? And it's an interesting challenge for Mike. Looks like Tom Benedetto Daniels. McDaniels. Um, he looks just like him. It's, it's kind of scary. It's crazy every time I see the guy. Uh, he looks just like the executive producer of the Jim Rome Show, who they call, not Cocoa Puffs, what do they call him? <laughs> Count Chocula. Uh, yeah, and uh, Chalk for short. Chalk, which is extremely mean and funny by whatever clone came up with that. But at least the clones are nice to me. When I, hey, clones, good news. I'm filling in in a couple weeks. All right. Anything, anybody want to put on there? Anybody, anybody felt disrespected? I wanted to put your Titans, but it's not going so well. Sean Payton wants to be number five, but he's not even a team. He doesn't care. He's giving the rules. Good taste. Talk to Steve Berline next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.